You're looking very quarantined. <laughs> what am I getting? One eye? Is that it? That's all Scott Give gets. Into your hate, Michael. No, I'm trying a new skin thing with my face, and it looks. Oh, my face is all broken out. What's wrong with your face? <sighs> my body produces too much oil. I'm oily, Michael. Hmm, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Uh, we have some friends you might need to watch out for then. <laughs> I know their pornography habits, what they like. The Scotch on the Rocks please any Scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, a single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. Oh, try to harvest me. <coughs> I mean, I think that we could probably start off that, right? Uh, <laughs> I think last Good. time we spoke, you, mm-hmm. uh, you, you spoke of Monkey Kingdom. Well, you, you, it was like with reference that this was the way to get into a single mom's panties was the throw on Monkey Kingdom, a Disney nature documentary. Well, Explain yourself. You have to have an angle of thoughtfulness to really uh, get into said panties. Now, this particular single mother worked in an animal, um, I don't know, I guess a lab where they had macaques. And uh, so this was... Pretty relevant. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, it wasn't like I didn't hit a three with the buzzer uh, going off, but it's a solid bank shot. <laughs> I, I'm going to say for the uh, sports ball fans out there that what you were saying is that you had the Kawhi Leonard game winner against uh, the Sixers. That <laughs> just <laughs> it popped off the rim. Yeah, and it went in. I mean, it was still a. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that was still a game seven winner though mm-hmm. so whatever whatever they advanced joel Embiid wept on the court <laughs> everyone was happy everyone hey. pointed and laughed at him yeah usually the single mother's the weeping person so i'll take the uh Kawhi, uh comparison yes especially <laughs> in this example so this i think it's safe to say this is the first time on sober cinema that we've done two nature Documentaries. I can't remember ever doing more than one. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember hardly one at all. If, if I'm being honest, like, well, and so I don't really know how to classify Roar because I guess and I'd <laughs> forgotten. I'd seen this before. This uh, Roar came out in 1981. Uh, we're doing a five year anniversary though because, uh, from what I can gather, it never got an American release until 2015. And decided to take on Disney uh, and that huge corporation when they released, uh, I guess, what's a tradition in April for them? I think around Earth Day, they were doing like Disney nature releases. Mm. Uh, there they was got one. A ton of them. There was one, uh, I think, called Chimpanzee, which I got confused with this one because uh, I think the plot <laughs> of that one is uh, a chimp whose parents are killed or he's left abandoned and then he's adopted. Oh, uh, Bambi the Chimp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot Monkey Kingdom is overall, I think, far more mean. It's it's, <laughs> it's about a poor single mother uh, cast out from society, and then her new uh, 
male love interest, uh, the stud muffin that comes to town, gets his ass kicked until he bulks up <laughs> and comes back. This, I mean, this is not far off from like a Steven Seagal movie where it's hard to kill. Where <laughs> they beat this monkey into submission and then he comes back <laughs> ready for vengeance and ready to fuck again. I want. I wondered exactly how much conjecture we we pump into these <laughs> <laughs> nature documentaries. How much assumption we have to do during it? Because I, I was sitting there's like it's good for our narrative and to entertain us, but mm-hmm. there's God knows what's going on like actually in their monkey brains. Like it doesn't. <laughs> they seem like shitheads. Like uh, you know, there's Pretty a much. there's a, a whole eat the rich mentality that's growing in this country uh, with this global pandemic and the, the haves and have nots, you know, the essential workers that I think for uh, pretty much this, you know, <laughs> hundreds of years have been told like, Oh, this is an entry level job. Any monkey could do it. And now they're the ones <laughs> on the front lines <laughs> risking their lives. So people have toilet paper. Uh, yeah. I was, I think I was in the right headspace for monkey kingdom. I was not. Uh, that being said, with Roar, where it's a bunch of rich people who decide to adopt lions and tigers and just see if they can corral them into behaving like humans. What are you trying to prove? That you can have lions socializing with people? No, but we can't keep exterminating. We can't keep exterminating everything that we fear that inconveniences us. Let the shoes keep them alive. I was fucking aggravated watching this again. I said watching that movie. It's the first time I watched it. It's like, that's what your rich dumbass gets trying to bring a bunch of dangerous fucking animals. This ain't a game, rich people. Uh, so that being said, which one do you want to start with? I mean, we do have an um, older film, but you know, it was a much delayed release before <laughs> Tippy Hedren and company finally got American eyeballs on this thing. Uh Monkey Kingdom was actually pretty enjoyable, so we can get that get the positive out of the way okay. first. So there, there's a rooting interest in this one. As I said, it's the, the the poor people, the the literal downstairs people, the ones that don't get to sit up high in the tree, uh, don't get the best food. Uh, my comment, I can't remember. I'm sure, of course, it was as you said, uh, trying to find a new narrative to to latch onto that we mainly make up in our heads. Was mm. man the uh, the richest monkeys, the, 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 the upstairs, ugly as fuck. Like, I mean, hideous. Like, it's like the uglier you get <laughs> in the monkey kingdom, the more respect you gather, which... Well, look at our president. So. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I was, <laughs> I was about to say, like... <laughs> the one thing I will say for, uh, for rich people normally, if you're well off, is that you have more time to uh, pamper yourself, and usually, you know, you can buy the nicest clothes, you can uh, hire your personal trainer... That does not apply in Monkey Kingdom. Like, you sit on your ass, uh, you lose your hair, uh, you become very patchy and dirty looking. Easy. Well, Jared, you, I mean, you you definitely have lost your hair, but I I don't think uh, that you look like you've been savaged by another animal, like, had different parts of it. Like, you look as mangled as one of the humans in Roar. And I I, I couldn't connect the dots on that one, Jared. What, What is wrong with these rich monkeys here what is happening to them because it doesn't look like they have to really be on the front lines of anything and they look ready to be put out to pasture (laughs) all you have to do is have the monkeys on the lower branch believe in it and then there you have this this hierarchy of monkey nonsense (laughs) do you think the the lower (laughs) monkeys really want to look at that shit though like i'm (laughs) 
<laughs> you have the three. Uh, I guess this is narrated by uh, Tina Fey, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll tell you where my mind is going is I didn't even recognize her voice. I was like, who is this? I like, it yeah. And I, it was just like, I guess her not being Liz Lemon. Uh, it's like <laughs> just recognizable enough where I, like I'm racking my, you know, increasingly senile brain. Like I should know who this is. And it sounds familiar. <laughs> but... Let me tell you, I, I guess in getting with the, uh, the plot of this film, uh, keeping with the theme of treating myself like an old rich monkey, had my phone in my hand and I was too lazy to even like Google Monkey Kingdom or look on Wikipedia. <laughs> I was like, it'll come to me. Just whatever. So, so I just sat there and stewed for 90 minutes <laughs> trying to place the voice. And I kept thinking, I was like, was she on Parks and Recreation? No, I'm close. What was it? And mm. of course, my poor beleaguered wife was like, you know, finally, I was just like, I just can't place it. She goes, it's Tina Fey, like dumbass. Like what? <laughs> That's all it took. And at the very top, the alpha male himself, Raja. He's the king of Monkey Kingdom. See that move? That's macaque for back off. Raja arrived from the outside and fought his way to the top. So, you know, he's earned the pampering. But if he wants to stay on top, he's got to keep the real power brokers happy. The three females on the other high branches. The queens behind the king. The sisterhood. It, it never came to me. I, I, I'm glad you were in the same boat as me then. <laughs> I actually got my phone out, but... Uh, yeah, I, I know as we get older, we have to, uh, try and jog ourselves with <laughs> little puzzles we do. <laughs> what, what do you think that is? Because, I mean, obviously, there's the obvious thing, which is you have more life experience and you have more memories, mm-hmm. more information that has come your way. So the brain has to move things around <laughs> in the file system. <laughs> but I also wonder if it's just like a general, like, I don't know, defensiveness. Or something, we're like, well, if I don't know it, I don't need to know it. Like, like <laughs> you and I have run into enough old men <laughs> to where it's like that just seems to be their excuse. <laughs> there's an element of that. I think there's some of that that's like too proud to be like, you know what? If I don't know it, it doesn't need to be known. Fuck it. Uh, and granted, the the narrator of Monkey Kingdom is probably not something that needs to be known. But why did I punish myself by just being aggravated for ninety minutes as I watch these I monkeys fight each other? I don't find myself tied up to a chair and somebody <laughs> screaming, who is the narrator of Monkey Kingdom? <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I rationalize it to myself that we just have way, I mean, we have so many more avenues of things to keep up with than people generations ago. So it might seem like we're getting senile, but we have so many different directions our brain's going into. It used to be. How's the corn and how's the pigs? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> is, is that really what the conversations were? How's the corn? How's the pigs? Where's the Indians? <laughs> we have we have tapped out anything to talk about now. Um, I don't think you, as of this recording, are going into work. I still am going to work. Oh. And let me tell you, the, uh, the, the usual, like, we don't have much in common other than we work in the same place. Chit chat has been cut down, cut down substantially. Because the very first thing people would ask, "What'd you, what'd you get into yesterday? What'd you do this weekend?" Nothing. <laughs> 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 it 
it's like we all have to be honest that we don't really care what the other person did. <laughs> so now we just like silently like acknowledge the other person with a nod, and that's that is one side effect that is pretty glorious, Jared. It has been nice to not have to because I know they don't care about my thoughts on fucking Monkey Kingdom, and then I tried to explain to them that I got online to video chat. With an old dear friend about it and talk about it for an hour. <laughs> That's just opening too many too many doors of what do they what think now? of me. There'd be a lot of do what now. Uh, yeah, I, you know, there's so much of that that I can't tell most of my coworkers if I were going back into work. They're the, you know, not saying that they can't understand it, but the 60-year-old variety just... Again, as we said, if I don't need to know about it, I'm not going to learn about it. So <laughs> what did you do this weekend, Jared? Usually ends up like, ah, you know, laid around, did some laundry, watched a movie. I don't really go into it much more than that. And I'm sure they don't usually ask you what the movie was either. Like they're... No, any any fucking uh, conversation usually is just an opening to try and tell you the shit that they did. So <laughs> not to be bitter. So do you but... <laughs> follow up with how's the corn, how's the pigs with your coworkers? <laughs> No engine raids this weekend. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll give one critique because I I think for the most part I I, I enjoyed this. I, I you know how are you going to attack these documentaries as far as like well story wasn't that great because you're at the <laughs> you're at the whims really of what the animals do and you kind of know what you're signing up for like if you want to watch. Monkeys hang around and fight over food and fight for the best, you know, women folk, I guess, and their their little <laughs> tribe. Uh, you know, what what is their complaint about? Uh, one criticism, though, and I, I think this is probably the Disney nature aspect of it. There's a lot of talk about the dangers of what they face. Like, there's one sequence where you know this poor single mother monkey is like forced to forage in like the rivers where you know. Presumably alligators live. I think it's – I can't remember what the name of the lizard was. Monitor lizard. <clears throat> Monitor, lizard. Monitor lizard, yeah. yeah. Uh, also not a pretty thing to behold. Um, <laughs> and it's you know it's slinking around, and of course the documentary hypes up like, oh, she's about to get it. She's about to get it. And she's got her little baby monkey clinging to her back. Uh, of course, I'm concerned. Like It feels like she's waterboarding her own son. <laughs> she like forced that way. <laughs> forced for – for Kip food. is along for the along for the ride. And you see bubbles come out. <laughs> but uh, spoiler alert: not that I think this this of all episodes, I doubt anyone really cares about <laughs> no. spoilers for these two things. Uh, they they survive, but there's another one. Like they just kind of show like the water moving, like in a sort of you know, rapid fashion. Like someone you don't really see what's happened, and then. It's like, you know, they lost one. One of them, one of their tribe has fallen. And I don't know how I feel about that. Not that I I necessarily want to see animals killed, but that seems to be like, that's accepted. If you're watching a nature documentary, right? You see like the lion take down something like a fucking antelope or something across the plains. And I don't know. I I felt like maybe, maybe Disney nature needs to stick with the parenting things. Like, Oh, look, a chimp was adopted by like a man who, (laughs) like, it's about a boy for chimps. Like he never thought he was going to have a son. Now he does because they can't really show it. Given that this is going to play on Disney plus and going to play for like, you know, six year olds. I understand why they can't show it. But at at some point, stop talking, stop talking to me about the carnage and show the carnage. (laughs) So you want the goods. You're angry that they didn't show you the monitor if, lizard. If they're chomping. just going to hype up the fact that, hey, someone's about to die here. Someone's about to die here. 
They don't show it, and they're like, well, someone did die there. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess I can... Are the monkey fights that interesting to you? Like, I mean, this is some version of, like, bum fights, where they, like, (laughs) chase and prance and, like, circle each other. Each other's nipples. (laughs) (laughs) God, the nipples in this thing. Oh, my. Oh. Uh, You've not dated many single mothers. I can tell you that's... Oh, my God. (laughs) We are related to monkeys very closely. (laughs) Goodness, man! Like, <laughs> it's, it's it's an easy target. <laughs> there's a there's a, a funny line from uh, Moneyball uh, where the uh, the scouts are talking about you know they're talking about how good looking these baseball players are, and one of the old scouts is talking about a guy basically like how masculine he is, and is like you know he mm-hmm. uh, he comes into a room and his dick's been there for like ten minutes before he even walks in, like you know, which is weird. You know, it's a sequence where Brad Pitt is pulling his awesome hair out because these old guys like, why are you talking about this guy's like, can he hit? And you're talking about his imaginary mm-hmm. dick in the being in the room. <laughs> I had that thought though. That scene came to mind when I saw these monkeys nipples, cause it would have been true. They like, you would see the nipples coming way before the monkey even gets there. <laughs> I was just wanting the movie to acknowledge it that way. I didn't feel like I was crazy. Like oh, you want Liz, Liz Lemon to be like, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Macaques have enormous nipples. <laughs> you wanted Chris Collinsworth to break out the like <laughs> drawing uh, on the board. <laughs> oh, Jim Chim is down. His nipples have been ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're the wrong audience for this. Clearly, <laughs> can't concentrate for five minutes on the goddamn monkey movie. Look at them nipples, boy. <laughs> This is something that's meant to babysit children, especially now on a streaming service, and we we uh, we're way in the weeds on it. Children. <laughs> so uh, I'll bring it back around then to how it started. So you, yes, sir. You you put this on to put a single mother in the mood. I'm assuming to entertain the child that you're trying to trying to steal away. Yeah, <laughs> did it, did it work then? Like from a kid's perspective, was was he into this? Oh, the kid loved it, but uh, you know, of course, the, the frigid single mother that I was dating it didn't end up actually. Uh, you know, all all storytelling aside, this did not result in me shooting and hitting that three pointer. <laughs> Sorry to break down the facade and the uh, uh, well, you know. Uh, it was just a load management day for you, Jared. Yeah, you just you weren't you were taking the day off. Uh, ah, the Lord back's killing me. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Never been said by a man ever. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I work with some of them that might actually. <laughs> might actually My heart will explode literally. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's switch over to uh, Roar, uh, which. I mean, someone should have been killed, I guess, in this. Like they, It's amazing that they weren't killed. So we've got a guy who I'm, I don't know. I don't know who uh, Noel Marshall is, uh, who is the, <laughs> like the main idiot here, who uh, directed this and wrote this. Although, in a cutesy way, the film and the credits uh, tries to, you know, they basically acknowledge, like, hey, the animals, you know, they kind of do what they want. So they basically wrote this, and I'm like, yeah, um, no shit, because I don't, because <laughs> the um, 
The dialogue here sounds like it was dubbed in. It's like you're watching an old kung fu movie, uh, presumably because the actors, and you can use air quotes around that, these people who are not being paid enough money to stand around while countless lions and tigers, panthers roam around them, sometimes come up and tackle them and start <laughs> putting their, their their mouth uh, over top of their head, uh, their claws, their paws on their face. Saying hello. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, clearly they probably couldn't capture the dialogue for technical reasons or uh, they were pissing their pants and didn't say whatever their stupid dialogue was. Like, there is an attempt at a plot here, which I forgot. I actually thought this, and I'd seen this before, and I remembered it as, like, oh, it's a documentary about a crazy rich family who thought they could bring their lions and tigers to their house in California and then mayhem ensues. I forgot that they're actually trying to play a role because uh, Tippy Hedron is not playing herself. Uh, I think the children here, Melanie Griffith is one of them. Um, is I mean, actually, they all might as well be playing themselves, honestly. I think they are, they are referenced as Melanie. So Melanie Griffith yeah. plays Melanie, the daughter. And it's presumably in case anything went wrong when they were screaming, uh, <laughs> Melanie, oh God, you're dying. Melanie, oh God, because I guess they could still use the footage. Here's I, I'll keep the same complaint though that I had for Monkey Kingdom. So mm. there's a threat of violence here, and you see some of it, but they do not. They did not capture, or maybe they captured it, but they did not choose to uh, air it to the public. So I'm reading about this. Melanie Griffith uh, had to have reconstructive surgery, and they mm. thought she was going to lose an eye from <laughs> a mauling that she got from one of these creatures. I can't remember. I think they actually named it. And I'm like, does it even matter what the name, like, you know, it's like, oh, it's that one. That's the bad one. Uh, the, the 50 that attempted to maul her, that's the one. Uh, I think her mother also, you know, was injured there. If, correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, because I think you just watched these this morning. Yep. <clears throat> the only real injury you see is uh, old Noel, Mr. Marshall here, uh, his hand, when he's attempting to break up a fight. Between lions, and I think both of them, like, smack the shit out of him, like, push him into the river. And then there's an entire 10-minute sequence where he's trying to bandage himself in this little clubhouse mm. of tigers. And they keep interrupting him, as tigers <laughs> are wont to do when you're trying to bandage your, you know, bleeding hand. They're kind of investigating what's going on. I'm, I'm going to hold that against the film that I think they tried to... There's clear danger on the faces of the actors, but for whatever reason, they didn't want to show when they actually got hurt. I'm guessing because it's not palatable to watch a movie when you're seeing real people being mauled. They, they didn't think it would be fun anymore. Mm. I didn't think any of it was fun. I, I felt the danger the entire time. Well, they played it as a derpy comedy, pretty much, of slapstick and nonsense, trying to tone it down. From what I read and understood, this was a huge conservation effort from a passion project as we've <laughs> used before from uh, Tippy and Noel. So I'm guessing they wanted to gloss over the fact that these killing machines <laughs> with knives for fingers <laughs> could absolutely <laughs> obliterate you <laughs> in, in the span of 30 seconds. Noel seems they, to think if he charges them directly and screams, which I've heard, I've heard that when it's like if you meet a bear you know, don't run mm -hmm. from the bear uh, and make loud noises and try to scare it off, which I still think you're just you're just in the hands of, <laughs> I guess, your lord and savior then. Whoever <laughs> you believe in to shine down some, some luck on your stupid ass. <laughs> because, like you said, it's totally up to the animals here whether or not mm -hmm. they kill this person. 
I, I don't think they're, they don't seem like they're physically intimidated. They, they may hmm. find this person curious. That's like, look at this idiot. <laughs> he thinks he can break up our fisticuffs. <laughs> we'll bite and claw him until he tumbles down the hillside <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to get in between my fights, stupid. <laughs> You're going to cause me to get clawed in the face. Get the fuck out of here. I think if you do something like that, I mean, I'm no expert on the subject, but like if they know you as somebody that brings their food and pets them and, you know, brushes them, you're going to have a lot less of an effect on them when you come running and screaming at them. If they've never met you before, maybe it'll work. But even then, that's a fucking Hail Mary <laughs> bomb of a pass that you got to hope works. And Because in this context, you are surrounded by them. It's not like it's oh, yeah. one of them. <laughs> you can charge There's literally there. like a hundred big cats on this. this. It's fucking insanity. Like... When you first pitched this movie to me, I thought it was just going to be like a dozen of them or something. No, there's more than you can fucking count. It's insane. Yeah, they, they're going for a, uh, I guess like a Swiss Family Robinson kind of vibe because the, the, the plot as such is, uh, this is supposedly, I think, in Africa. It was filmed on their property in California, which, <laughs> I mean, given our times, of course, my headspace, I'm like, wait a minute, you brought these things over to California, <laughs> and apparently the the star, uh, I guess, cat here, Robbie. <laughs> there was, mm-hmm. I was reading that there was some problem with the like a dam or something broke, something where they were constructing <laughs> their little uh, cat's den here, this little river that the man made river they have, and uh, end up like fences were torn down, broken, and he got out and was shot by the cops. <laughs> So Robbie was recast <laughs> by the life. Can you imagine though being the fucking cops in California and all of a sudden and wherever this is, you get a call that there's a roaming army of lions and tigers and panthers and also maybe a rogue elephant as well who hates fucking boats. An elephant who just can't stand a paddle boat. <laughs> and you have to deal with this. Like this keeping up with our theme of like eating the rich. I can't imagine the insane rage I would have that this is now my problem because a rich person has decided to import all of these dangerous animals to film their little like family comedy on. <laughs> they had to kill three of the lions. <laughs> they had to shoot three of them. Like, he's like, poor fucking lions. They don't know, you know, I can't remember what comedian it is, but they were fucking being a lion. The lion went lion. Like, I mean, he doesn't know any better. Like, you got these fucking morons trying to rope in like a hundred big cats and like a, a number of them are untrained. Like what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Like trying to, ha- I mean, especially back in what is it? The seventies, whenever we don't have the technology that we have today to try and keep them. Like, I think this was, I, it, uh, was this like an 11 year project? Yeah. It was like the completed- apocalypse now of fucking nature. movies. <laughs> <laughs> fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Question, Jared. Would you rather deal with uh, Robbie, <laughs> Big Cat Robbie, I know where this is going. <laughs> or fucking Marlon Brando? Which of the two? <laughs> I think I'd rather deal with Robbie. Marlon Brando's got that, like, if he gets on you, there's, there's no getting I up. Feel, like I figure <laughs> it's 50-50 on which one would want to eat me first anyway. So That's true. <laughs> I wouldn't want to listen to his fucking sass either. At least the cat can't talk. You know, and Robbie, he had plenty of opportunities to kill and did not. So, Robbie, <laughs> good for them, I guess. Um, I, 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 the only thing I can like get entertainment from with this is thinking how bemused these animals are. 
at this situation. So it's like, wait, you're going to fly me to California. You're going to build a house for me. Did you read something like they had to use? I can't remember how many telephone poles. Like they had to. Yeah. Just so the, the weight of just countless large animals could be supported on there. You're going to put me up in a house. It's like (laughs) the real world for, (laughs) you know, (laughs) safari cats. Like, you know, wait, you're going to transport me to this house in California and just film the shenanigans I get into. Like whatever I feel like humping on, whatever I feel like (laughs) eating, if I smack someone in the face and only occasionally am I going to be interrupted by beautiful blonde women and their stupid (laughs) hippie brothers and father. And, uh, I don't know. I, this is, uh, you know, this is apparently like a cult classic now, I, which I understand if it's something that couldn't be seen for decades and got a 2015 re-release. But I wouldn't say it's enjoyable. Like I was talking about Monkey Kingdom in the sense of like, I know what I'm going to get kind of. And you just get to be a, a bird's eye view of, of something you would never see with human eyes normally. This is something I felt like I this should never have been seen or constructed by human eyes. Like this is this is false. Like if it had just been a documentary about someone going into like where these animals naturally reside. I probably just wouldn't have thought it far more interested. I doubt it, that would have made it a cult classic, but I couldn't get away from the fact of how angry I was with these rich <laughs> fucking assholes for doing this. Well, even with Grizzly man, I don't know if you've watched that one before that, that, I mean, that actually shows him going in and interacting with these animals and he spoiler alert <laughs> dies at, you know, at the end of it. And this, I, I, you know, you told me about its cult status or whatever, and I, I'm reading this. It's the most dangerous movie that's ever been produced. And I was wondering where the cult status came from because the story is not that great. The acting isn't that great. I don't really blame them that much because, like you said, it's hard to deliver lines as a 800-pound feline is jumping on your back. Uh, yeah, you're probably thinking more about your impending death at that point than whatever, yeah. whatever emotional state you're supposed to be in there that point. Would, there would be a lot of takes where it would be me yelling, oh, God, line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to ask what your motivation is for that particular scene. <laughs> Just, oh, God, line. <laughs> please do not eat me. Please do not kill me. But, you know, it's either they didn't <clears> – nobody actually died on this film, so I, I don't understand, like – I read a review where it says it begs to be seen. And I was like, ah, not real. I mean, it's interesting to know that these people were that batshit crazy that they could produce the, the skeletons of a movie that this is pretty much, which is really just a fucking 80 minute long jackass skit. Did you see where it's, it took them seven weeks to get the shots of the two tigers yeah. in the back of the truck? Was that necessary? Why? Why did we even need that? Like, what? They had to take seven weeks to train tigers to ride in a car. Can you imagine an accountant going over the budget concerns? You did what? Seven weeks on tiger trainer. Oh. I, I mean, it's like you said. Whatever their uh, their political aims, I guess to to inspire people to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, from what I gathered, their point was, uh, you know, we're taking land from these animals and uh they this is what could happen like you're going to force them into uh like there's a sequence in monkey kingdom which happens far more naturally where another group of monkeys come and kick their ass take their uh, their rock they like to squat on and they're forced to go forage for food in a nearby city but then they retreat back to the to the the jungle <sighs> 
I mean, yes, but it also probably would never come to that because there's too much <laughs> there's too much value in the hunting game. Unfortunately, that if these animals ever were roaming down the city. First off, people would want to shoot them just as a trophy. And second, people, an, an average citizen who has no interest in hunting would have to protect himself because he's afraid his whole family is about to be killed <laughs> by this. You don't really have that fear with, you know, Kip and company coming to steal your birthday cake. <laughs> no, I mean, we live in Kentucky, so let's be real. Those things wouldn't last a day. If those animals were set loose in Kentucky, they would not last a day. Any, any excuse of, to to bring yeah. out your arsenal, to bring out oh, your guns. <laughs> uh, so, I think you and I probably both work with enough people <laughs> that's like, this, relish. this yeah. is the reason you have a gun, just in case a lion comes bearing down <laughs> on you. In the I watched Thor when I was five, <laughs> and it scarred me. <laughs> so I understand why you know it's not released, because it, it doesn't really serve the purpose of like what they're trying to do. Because uh, instead, it just looks like, yeah, they these things are too dangerous. Like we can't have it. I guess if their land, if we take their land from them, then we just got to shoot them. We got to put them down. And that I, clearly, you know, they're animal lovers. They're, I mean, our main guy's a pacifist. He, he wants no one to fight. He doesn't even want the the laws of nature to exist where they settle <laughs> with fucking might. And that's another thing I, I guess I respected watching them as a double feature in Monkey Kingdom. It's just like, hey, here are the rules. One dude's not big enough. He's not big enough to be the the alpha. He's got to go. He goes off and bulks up, and then he comes back and starts <laughs> smacking people around. He's, you know, and, I, and that's not totally accurate because there's other sequences where he's like he makes friends with people. It's like you know he's not a fucking maniac like these. <laughs> everyone in roar the the animals and the humans like there is some uh politicking going on in monkey kingdom where he's like if he can be nice to people and they can be nice back there's no problems it's only when someone wants to exile him and force him to starve that's when he has to break out the big <laughs> monkey guns i guess <laughs> i probably should have looked up it's tina fey's voice when she was going on and on about how hot this monkey was which was <laughs> only i guess mildly uncomfortable <laughs> It was an odd choice <laughs> that you have a lot of um, uh, a lot of the natural scenery and um, sounds and uh, you know the 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 ambience of of what's going on, and then you have "What a Man" by what is it? Salt, Salt and pepper? pepper is it? Yeah, I, yeah. That kind of brought me out of it for a second. I was like, "What the fuck am I watching here?" <laughs> and <laughs> that, they go back to that should have worked for you McCack. back in the single mom days, having that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that's your. That's the chapter uh, mm -hmm. where you you disrobe, Jared. Climb a tree and grab figs for you, baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> In my narrative of this, that single mom had some sort of crazy sex swing that you were climbing atop of and hang, <laughs> hanging upside down. <laughs> So in my younger days, that would definitely be ow, ow, my back as we approach 40. <laughs> and yet are, you know, spending our weekends watching Monkey Kingdom on, I watched on, <laughs> on Disney Plus. I've, I've not opened that app, unlike all the other dorks that are watching The Mandalorian for the 15th time. Uh, it gave me a reason to use my free trial from Verizon for Monkey Kingdom. I've watched that in the Anna Kendrick, uh, Bill Hader, Santa Claus movie. That's it. And that's all I fucking need. <laughs> I don't think I actually have Disney Plus, so you probably do. Wait, don't you have Verizon? 
I do. Is that, yeah. Does that come free? They give you a year free. That, that ought to tell you something about the amount of entertainment thrown our way is we're giving a year <laughs> free of a new service that has been pumped. I mean, billions of dollars have been pumped into the service by Disney and Jared. I don't know if they even have that. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> do not care. I mean, admittedly, I, I'm not going to be full on film Twitter and say that I hate uh, Marvel movies and, and, and the such. Like, I just don't have a, a, a high need to watch them after I've watched them once or twice. I, I that I don't understand is the people that watch them like half a dozen times. Like and I currently there's no new content coming out for them. So you're, no. if you're caught up, you're caught I up. I mean, I'm caught up. It's like, I don't, I don't go back and read the same issue of my comic books like over and over and over again. I like the direction so, this is going. Really? Now, now we're attacking the nerds. Like you're, <laughs> <laughs> just, we mean, started I'm attacking really... the old people who wouldn't understand what we're doing. And now we're becoming the old <laughs> How they choose to spend their time. <laughs> oh, this is why our friend group is like half a dozen, and then <laughs> we never. God, I got a text from one of our uh, friends, and I, I almost went off on him because he. <laughs> he <laughs> how dare you text me? Well, it, it kind of was that he texted me privately to say how's you know basically how are things going uh, with all this that's going on, um, which I don't think we've like laid out in any of our group texts as far as like, here, how's, here's how my life has changed. Here's what's going on with my work, blah, blah, blah. So I understood that. But then he, uh, he followed that up. He's like, yeah, I've just not, I've just not heard from anybody. And I, it caused me a question. And you know, you know who I'm talking about. I went into like every single group thread we have and there's his stupid little face, the little bubble on top. I'm like, what, do you, what do you mean? Like you, <laughs> You're getting the same exact bullshit information I have, but he just acts like no one's even bothered to check on me. And that that's where, Jared, I was set off where I was like, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't individually check on you as we're talking about 2K and, uh, hey, look at this. Uh, look at these titty pictures I discovered today. Like that is a, that is us doing a mental health check on you. We were providing you with breast shots. Uh, you know, it's just I feel like it's not to get too patriarchy, but it, what you need to understand about our, at least our – particular group <clears throat> anecdotally is we don't do that <laughs> simply put we, <laughs> i mean if i if i text you and call you some sort of expletive or <laughs> some sort of slur well, <laughs> slur or something that's my that, that's how it translates to hey i'm thinking about you what are you up to is basically me calling you a name like that's just the way it works like i i don't know how that doesn't get translated to everybody not everybody's the same i guess but yeah if it's not like particular attention to this one individual it's a uh, crime has been committed Basically, we're not that far off from our animal brethren. <laughs> Smack in the face. Get down the branch. <laughs> you know, You're a low branch. <laughs> send you pictures of, of our stretched out nipples. <laughs> That's it. That's the love and care you're going to get from us. Look at these. Thank you for listening to another episode of Super Cinema. We hope you are, you are healthy at home following along with us with your free trials of Disney Plus that you are ignoring like my co-host Jared. Just don't need it. I'll scrounge and find it elsewhere. 